Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Survive and Thrive, the podcast that brings you stories and perspectives on how in changing times, leaders and organizations can transform not only to survive, but also thrive. I'm your host, Jennifer Ayers. As a recap, last season, we focused on change management and helping our listeners understand how to positively influence the change they want to see in their organization, how to minimize disruption, and even normalize the concept that change is usual. In this season, our fourth season, we hope to focus on some of the important aspects facing many organizations today regarding the subject around the future of work and creating a positive environment so that individuals can feel a sense of purpose and connectedness to their environment. Today, I want to talk about upskilling your workforce, why it's important, and what it could look like. We will also delve into why upskilling and reskilling is integral to surviving in the future of work. Before we go any further, I'd like to define what I mean by upskilling. Upskilling is the act of training your employees on additional skills, usually related to their current foundation of knowledge. Reskilling, on the other hand, is training new employees in a different area that allows them to move into a new role within the company. Reskilling can also lead to a more well-rounded workforce. Yet training can cost a lot of time, money, and energy. Wouldn't it be easier to hire a new employee who already has the skills needed? Not necessarily. In fact, investigating in upskilling and reskilling and placing some investments there is very beneficial to both employees and employers. Before we delve further into upskilling and reskilling, I want to first tackle the alternative, hiring a new employee. If you're looking for a particular set of skills and your current employees cannot perform them, then you may think about replacing or hiring new. While the number varies slightly, Research conducted by Glassdoor and SHRM report that it takes an average of about 23 days to hire a new employee. Depending on the industry and the position, it can take even longer. With the great resignation still waging on, you might find that hiring is more difficult now than ever. I know myself, I get asked all the time for talent acquisition leaders, given some of the relationships and connections I have. It's tough out there. SHRM also found that the average cost of onboarding a new employee across industries is $4,125. Replacing employees is even more costly. In 2019, Gallup discovered that replacing an employee can cost an organization anywhere from half to two times the employee's salary. So if an employee's salary is fifty grand then replacing them could cost the company between $25,000 and $100,000. If turnover includes multiple people in the same year, which we are seeing happening with the great resignation, the organization literally could lose millions of dollars. Founders and CEOs understand this. According to PwC, 74% of CEOs are concerned about the availability of key skills in their workforce beyond 2021. We're also seeing the reality reflected in recurring trends. SHRM's research on skills gaps unveils that 83% of HR professionals are having difficulty recruiting some of their professionals, and 75% of them pointed on a shortage of skills and candidates. So if the CEOs are on board with upskilling and reskilling, it could save companies time and money. 
the real question boils down to the people who would acquire these skills. Do employees want to be upskilled or reskilled? We'll come back and talk to that question in a moment. We spent a lot of time in the past talking about the Great Resignation. For good reason. In 2021, Gallup put forth an article that argued that the Great Resignation is really the Great Discontent. In it, they point to work culture, managers, and more reasons that are all around people feeling dissatisfied and not connected with their organization. Gallup found that the number one reason why employees left their jobs was because they believed there was little to no growth opportunities left with their current employer. The SurveyMonkey audience found that out of the 666 employees they surveyed, around 86% of them listed job training as critically important. So important that about 74% of the respondents said they were willing to learn new skills outside of their job function to improve their current job performance. However, SurveyMonkey isn't the only study that revealed this eagerness. Also in 2021, PwC survey conducted a survey of more than 32,000 workers worldwide and discovered some startling and exciting trends. One of the largest global surveys PwDC discovered that 77% of respondents said that they were ready to learn new skills or completely retrain. 80% of workers are confident they can adapt to new technologies in the workplace. This is really good news for employers who are out there struggling to find the skills they need, especially in this environment. In fact, many of those individuals interviewed have already done some reskilling. 40% of these workers reported that they have successfully improved their digital skills during the pandemic. Additionally, employees who are upskilled or reskilled by their employers are more likely to stay and feel satisfied with their work and be more productive. A large motivator to employees looking to upskill and reskill can be relief over anxiety on the uncertainty of the future. It could be a win-win for both the employer and the employee. With the acceleration of technology, hybrid work models, and more, the future of work is changing more rapidly now than ever before. 60% of workers surveyed by PwC were worried that automation would put their jobs at risk. But PwC found that jobs won't necessarily be taken away by technology. It's the type of jobs that are needed in the future that will require different skill sets, an opportunity to perhaps do some retraining. A World Economic Forum report in 2020 revealed that automation and technology could displace 85 million jobs, but create 97 million new ones by 2025. PwC also believes that 40% of workers will require up to six months of reskilling in 2025. If we could close the gap, this skills gap, by 2030, we could see 5.3 million new jobs globally and add about $6.5 trillion to the global GDP. That's incredible. I know I've thrown a lot of numbers at you today, and it's probably a bit overwhelming. It's been fascinating to do some of this research and uncover these findings. And I think as a podcast that focuses on the future of work and a healthy work culture and how to create an environment where employees can not just survive but thrive, it's vital that we talk about and convey some of these findings and how necessary upskilling is a part of that as well as reskilling. 
The good news is company leaders and employees all want to benefit from upskilling and reskilling. Companies want and need new skilled employees so that they can grow in the future. And people are eager and ready to learn and grow. So let's get started. Thank you, everyone, for listening and joining this week's episode of Survive and Thrive Podcast. Remember, at Consinity, we empower the conscious leader to realize positive and sustainable change. Until next time, don't just survive, thrive. Take care.